What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the new and remastered Creators Podcast, specifically made for you. The one major difference is that we will be talking with people who are actually in the industry getting stuff done on a daily basis with actual accomplishments and actual achievements. I hope you guys really enjoy it, and stay tuned for more episodes on the way. So what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Creators Podcast, new and remastered, as you guys heard from the introduction. Um, I'm with a very special guest today, um, Jalil Coleman. You know, I ain't going to do no introductions. I'm going to let the man speak for himself. So Jalil, who are you? Tell the people who you are. Wow, man. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you, uh, Donovan, for having me on this podcast. I'm very, very grateful um, and anytime there are people who are out there fighting to help others um, in the creative space and the level up space and you know, whatever space there may be uh, <laughs> to be able to become the best version of themselves, I am all for it. So I want to say thank you for having me. Um, no so uh, who am I to answer your question? <laughs> um, you know, I am just a guy who's trying to figure it out. That is that is what I tell <laughs> I tell everybody. Um, I'm a guy that's trying to figure it out, but no, man. My name is Jaleel, um, formerly known as Jaleel C, but everybody calls me Jay. And, you know, honestly, man, I am a media entrepreneur, um, and I'm based out of, you know, Philly. Well, I'm back and forth, honestly, actually now between Philly and L.A. by Coastal. Nice. Grew up, grew up between South Jersey, Sicklerville area, and, uh, and Philadelphia. And, you know, all my family's there and, and I come from a family and a background where greatness was not an option. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so for me, I, I was very, very always intentional on being great. Like there was never a moment in my life as I grew up um, where I did not want to be something bigger than what, you know, what I currently saw in front. Of me, right. And so exactly. long story short, um, you know, right now I have uh, co-founded a amazing, amazing uh, parent company called North 13th, which is the parent company to two subsidiary companies, um, which is 13th and Create, which is our creative agency. So we have a digital creative agency, um, nice. which we focus on, you know, storytelling to millennial minority audiences for brands. And then we actually have an independent music label, uh, 13th of Music, which is, nice. you know, our own family um, run label. Um, and, and really, the thing is, the reason why North 13th is so important to me and so valuable and so special, I think, is because it's a hybrid between a label and a creative agency. And, and it's, right. so it's a space where music and brand come together and we're able to, you know, collaborate with brands on music projects. Um, and we'll dive more into that as the podcast goes on. Mm -hmm. But just to give you a little bit about me and who I am, <laughs> my background, I, I look, Donovan, you're going to have to catch me, man, because when <laughs> right. I start... I just go. So you're going to have hey, to, you know good. what I'm saying? Right. All right, good, good, good. But like, I think that's that's one, that's one main reason why I really want to do this podcast with you because I feel like we're very similar in a lot of ways. Um, and like we both have a lot of a lot of the same interests. Go go Eagles, first of all. First of all. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. E A G L E S, even though freaking Jeffries, man. I don't even want to talk know. about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Jeffries, he made me upset, man. Exactly. I, hey, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Impression. <laughs> but um so like i i'm in love with music i'm in love with you know photography and videography so i think we really connect on that aspect but um i know family is really big to you and i just want to like understand like why why is family so important to you yeah well you know family is important to me because it's it's just everything um it's all i've ever known it's all that i've ever cared about um because when you think about it, Donovan, like when you die, you, mm -hmm. you don't you don't die or hopefully you don't die with the hopes of just having the world's, you know, perception of you be whatever it is. What, right. When you die, what really matters is what did your family think about you? You right. know, like I would hate to be known as the world's greatest CEO, but would be known as the world's worst father or the world's yeah. worst brother world's worst son you know um and so you i think like that's that's how i think about it you know as great as i want to be and, and as great as i want to be able to do things that will impact the world and inspire the world and inspire my you know my community and all that kind of stuff it what really matters to me is family and mm -hmm. you know when your chips are down um when nothing else you know is going right for you you know hopefully 
Um, you have a family that's there that that cares. And and when you really think about it, man, your family is the the people that know you before right. the the you that the world is like, oh my God, that's this person. Like you know, um, mm-hmm. they don't care about none of that. They they see you in your draws. You know what I'm saying? They see you <laughs> in your in your crazy hair day with your breath all tart. You know, and that that is why I think family is so important to me because. Hopefully, again, if you are blessed with uh, an amazing family like mine, you know, you have people around you who truly care about the you that nobody else sees. And that's why I think it's so valuable to me. Yeah, that's a very good point, because I know, like, when I'm in the dumps or when I'm, you know, not feeling good or feeling any type of certain way other than uh, productive, my family is always there, whether it's my family or my girlfriend, like, they're always there to, you know, pick me up when I'm down and stuff like that. But I know that not a lot of people have that supportive family role, especially when you're talking about entrepreneurship and you know things like that. Parents think they know think they know what's best for you. So what would your advice be to those people that don't necessarily have a uh, supportive family tree? Mm-hmm. That's no, that's a really great question. Honestly, man, I would say start it. You know, right. start it yourself. What's really amazing about family is that family is not blood. Blood does not make what family is. You know, family is everything that I just described about, you know, the kind of dynamic that me and my family have. But if Mm -hmm. you remove the actual fact that we are blood and you just focus on the elements, the elements are what matters most. You know, it's the time investment. It's the energy investment. It's the thoughtfulness. It is the, you know, the the consideration and all those kind of things. That's what really matters. And that's what really creates family situations. Um, that come up um, where your chips are down and you got people that hold you down. Like I have people, you know, I I didn't really understand that dynamic as much um, until I, you know, was began being bicoastal and and living between Los Angeles and Philadelphia um, slash Jersey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, I I have plenty of people um, in my life, plenty of people in my life um, from Philly, from, you know, Sickleville um, and other places, New York, um, all over, honestly that are like, you know, we're not blood, but we're like family. Right. Um, but I really understood the dynamic when I moved to Los Angeles because I, I saw like there were life situations that came up, real life situations that I encountered that, you know, I had a friend group around me that held me down. You know, I was in between housing for, you know, about a month um, wow. and I was crashing on couches and, you know, my friends were, you know, you know, letting me eat out of their out of their fridge like it was like wow. food that I bought you know um and they held me down you know what I mean and and it's, and they were there for me taking me places that I needed to go because I don't have a car out here you know just various different things man that I just I will never forget that and and That's that amazing. is that is family to me you know and so right. that that to me I, I would say for people who don't have that started you know start that 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 tradition you can start that tradition amongst friends, you know, like right. now with Thanksgiving, I feel like Thanksgiving is more of a friend's holiday than it is a family holiday now, mm-hmm. you know, like because people are doing the friends givings and exactly. you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. So it's like I, I just I just encourage people to start it. And then, of course, when you're blessed to find that love of your life or whatever it is, now you have an opportunity to be able to start traditions in your own right. life, you know. That's amazing. So like um I was watching your jaywalking vlog series, which, by the way, it's amazing. If you guys haven't watched it, definitely check it out. It's really good, and, and, it, and it really shows that family vibe within that whole uh, vlog-type series. So that's amazing. But how like, how many people do you have with you on a daily basis? Um, On a daily basis, I would say I have at least, like, at least two to three people with me. Um, typically, I would say that honestly, there. I'm trying to think like how to best answer this question um, because it's like our family is always together. Like we are always right. together. We are always around each other. Um, all that kind of stuff. So you know, it, it's it's no like it's no planned thing. It's mm-hmm. just we're just together. So it's like when you're seeing the family, it's just like literally like we're just together you know um when you got you got chris who aka wise um who's ceo of north 13th and like wise is just like always like over my crib um or i'll you know sometimes i'll go over to his crib that's very rare but uh (laughs) 
couple times. He's he's over at my crib. Uh, you know, Kay, uh, who's my niece. You know, an amazing artist, up and coming artist. Um, who's dropping her mixtape on uh, January twenty fifth. People, make sure that you <laughs> listen to Aurora Borealis. It is going to be an amazing body of work. I'm so proud of her. She wrote it, recorded it herself. Nice. Uh, I mean, just completely. She's just amazing. Sixteen years old. She. Wow. She records, she uh, dances, she uh, plays piano, um, you know, she sings, um, and she's beautiful, you know, and, uh, and, and she really has something to say, um, and I'm excited about what, what she's going to be, man. Um, and then uh, Darius and I are, I would say, together the most because we, you know, we were living together in L.A., um, and then, uh, you know, we've always lived together our entire lives. Darius right. is amazing. Also just dropped a new single, Exception. <laughs> uh, just dropped that incredible music. Actually, <laughs> visual for that on Friday. Really? Yan so excited. Yes, man. It's going to be, it's going to be the greatest video you've probably <laughs> seen in your entire life. Hey, and, I hope so. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Don't hope. It's definitely. <laughs> Okay, it's definite. <laughs> but uh, you know, Darius is, is with me all the time. Julian, um, my nephew, um, who's actually my brother. It's weird, but just you know, it, it's it's a long explanation. But long story short, um, Julian is is doing incredible stuff right now. Um, he's he's got a lot going on on his plate, um, and so it's just it's just a lot going on. So we're all, but we're always together. You know, it just right. it may. A birthday. It's a it's a weekend. You know, it's just mm. it's really so. Just show just to show you, like if you look at the first episode of Jaywalking, and also thank you for bringing this up. Oh, yeah. um, Jaywalking that first episode. That's not a scripted. Oh, guys, let's all get together so that I can film and record. That's exactly. literally a day in our lives. Like everything that happened is just a normal day for us. Right. So. You know, it, it's just it's just really and that's why I'm so excited about this show, because this show is going to showcase and highlight what it means to be a positive, especially black family in America. Yes. And and really show people, you know, what it means to be able to do something and build something crazy dope together, you know, and um, and I'm excited to be able to show the world that and especially show the world that from my perspective, from my eyes. And that's good because I feel like the world doesn't see enough of that, you know, enough of the the other side of what they like perceived in the media as, you know, the typical black family. So seeing this whole other side where, you know, they're entrepreneurs or being successful at a very young age, that's really it's, it's really nice to see. And it's really um, it's really close to heart because that's something that I'm trying to do on my own in the spectrum. And you will, you know, yeah. you will for sure. I mean, I think that the the biggest thing that I could encourage anybody out there who's looking to become successful or greater, you know, greater what they do or whatever it is, is just consistency. You know, right. it's consistency that is the lead to um, to everything. I think that the biggest regret that I have um, at 23 is that there were certain things that I was consistent in and then there were other things that I was not consistent in yeah. that I wish I would have been because I would have had more traction on some of the things that I'm doing than I currently possess. Exactly. And so the one thing that I could recommend to anybody out there is like, yo, be consistent. Like yeah. be consistent. Do the thing that you want to do and then keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it over and over and over again. Because it, I'm telling you, like you you will never know what that's going to mean to you in the next three years, four years, five years, um, when you look back and you're able to see a full body of work. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I can't, I can't stress like when I like I came up with a thing like called the three C's, which is like the most important things to me and the most important things for our success is content, connections, and consistency. And I think by far like the most important one is consistency. Like you gotta be making connections constantly and putting out content constantly. So that's kind of a thing that I live by and I kinda of helps me, you know, get the ball rolling and get things done. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. For sure, hundred and ten percent. I just want, want to kind of know, like, how did you start your your like your thir uh, North Thirteenth? How how did you start that? Yeah. Um. So again, I'm a co-founder of that company. I don't want to take full credit and responsibility right. for just doing that myself. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, it's a team effort. Um. So long story short, the way that North Thirteenth came to be is, uh, I have a background in uh, sales and marketing, and so. I was involved in, in that industry, in the sales and marketing industry, um, in direct sales, especially. Now, did you go to college for that? No, 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 no. Mm -mm. Okay. I did not. 
Um, so I, w- I was doing that from about 18 to about 22, like the top of 22 slash 21, into 21. So about three years I was involved um, in that industry. And it was dope. You know, it taught me a lot. Uh, it, it was where I learned business. It was where I learned uh, people, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, and it's really where I, I've developed the passion towards marketing um, and like uh, social marketing, especially social media marketing, because that was around the same time that social media had started to become a thing. Right. Um, and so um, long story short, you know, what I realized when I was involved in that particular industry is that I was I was definitely like pretty good at what I was doing, um, but I wasn't receiving like the maximum kind of return on the investment of time and energy and effort that I was putting out. So I wanted to be able to be involved in, in something where if I was putting out the effort, I was going to get 100% return of the investment that I was putting out, even if it took me longer. But I could be able to say at the end of it, it was it's mine. You know, I did this. You know, I own this. Right. right. I truly own this. Um, and so equity is a, a huge thing to me because yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I'm really about leaving generational wealth and legacy and, and impact. That's that's like all I think about. It's all mm-hmm. I all I dream about every day. Um, and so um, fast forwarding, I was like, you know what? I, I know I love to speak. I know that's one of my biggest passions, being a motivational speaker. It's still my biggest dream. One day I'm going to uh, sell out Madison Square Garden, Lincoln oh, Financial okay, Field, okay. all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like it's it's going to be on that kind of a level. And I'm going to change the way that motivation or inspiration is perceived. It's going to be the perfect balance of entertainment and, and actual education at okay, the same time. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but to, to kind of answer the question more directly, um, so with that passion that I had, I was starting to do different speaking engagements and I would have amazing slides and stuff like that behind me. And I was creating it myself because I, I had to, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. have the finances at that time to be able to outsource people or whatever have you. So I knew that because my stuff was so dope, I was like, yo, you know what? I, if my stuff is this dope, other people are going to see me. And then they're going to want to have what I have as far as like they're going to want the the creative services for themselves because there's other people who are in this space. So I said, mm-hmm. I want to I want to have a marketing company so that I can be able to provide that kind of service towards other people. Well, once I kind of made that decision and locked in on that decision, um, my brother uh, Rashid uh, at that time was, you know, really heavily involved in photography and uh he had just started like videography and so i was like man i i know i have a skill set you know to like sell um and you know social media marketing you Mm -hmm. have a creative skill set let's come together and let's start something together so we were like okay cool so we came together we flew out to chicago on a whim and decided, all right, you know what? This is going to be a thing. Like we we enjoyed it. Uh, it was a conference that we had covered, and, and you know, it was it was really really small, but it was like a two three day conference. We paid for it ourselves. We did not receive any compensation from it, but we were doing videos, and we were just like, you know what? Like this is dope. I think we could do this. And so, um, long story short, knocked it out the park. At least we thought. <laughs> but looking back, <laughs> the content was trash, um, and you know, killed it. And then now. Um, fast forwarding, you know, uh, my my cousin Chris uh, was living in L.A. at the time. He was working at BuzzFeed and he okay. hit me wow. up and, he, and yeah, and he said, you know, like he saw what we were doing, how we were moving. He said, yo, I think we could do something dope together. And um, we had always been trying to do like since I was 12, I've been trying to do something with my family. Like, hey, guys, right. I think our family is talented. We need to do something. We need to do something. We need to mm-hmm. do something. And um, Chris was like, yo, let's do it. I'm like, bet. Let's go. So we decided to call the company at that time Magic Moment Media, which like <laughs> <laughs> looking back at it, it's just hilarious because right. it's like Magic Moment Media. Interesting. Okay. Um, but but the vision has always been the same to to have a label, to um, to have a, a you know, an agency um and all of those kind of things so it was going to be magic moment music and magic moment media and magic moment films and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff that was always the vision um and so long story short time progressed and we had a really big opportunity um to work with uh revolt tv on debuting darius's uh music video that we shot wow. 
Um, and when we released, we realized we were going to have press and there was going to be a write-up and all that kind of stuff. But we weren't able to legally use that name Magic Moment Media because it was trademarked. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, um, so long story short, we ended up having to change the name. So we had one night where we were all like just kind of like locked in and you know trying to figure out a name trying to figure out a name and then next thing you know it just kind of came up where it was like yo north 13th like that's grandmom street you know wow, like, okay. that's where we all come from it's so it's my mom i mean my dad's mom um mm-hmm. you know who's like the matriarch of our family and she's actually 90 years old and we wanted to do something that would be in her honor and so we were like yo you know what north 13th that's and amazing and literally, it just clicked, and everybody looked at each other and was like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. This is this is it." Um, and ever since then, man, it's just been dope. And then we said, you know what? Every single subsidiary company that we have will be thirteenth and something else. So it'll be like a street name. So it'll be like thirteenth and music, thirteenth and, okay. and uh, you know, thirteenth and create, thirteenth uh, and films, and then you know, nice. we, so we see so many different other things uh futuristically for ourselves but but that's pretty much it man like that that that's was super that creative, was how I, <laughs> thank you that's how it all came together and um and that's why we decided to call ourselves north 13 wow that's cool um so like so what's the biggest thing that you guys have done at north 13th uh it depends on what you mean by big you know right. <laughs> it, it really depends on what you mean by big i mean we we have done a lot of big things so i, I don't know what's the exactly. biggest thing to you what's the biggest thing to you um i mean i don't know man i mean we worked with so many brands at this point we worked with airbnb we worked with cadillac we worked with revolt tv we worked with youtube we worked with uh spotify we worked really? with um yeah we worked with uh we just shot uh when when is this supposed to drop when are you airing this um in the mid-february oh perfect okay cool so i can say this um because <laughs> i'm not clear to say this uh okay. <laughs> we were dropping like today but um we just shot you know draymond green just got engaged uh to his fiance we just shot that um nice. you know we uh i mean it just it, we we've done a lot of we've done a lot of project work we have some stuff that's coming up right now we're in talks with a couple of brands i can't speak on it but we were dropping right. darius's project um in february and it's what the name of the ep is what i'm trying to say um mm-hmm. and you know we're looking to do a brand collaboration with that for the tour so it's just i mean it's just a lot a lot right. of things that we've done we've done you know, many giveaways and stuff with Beats by Dre. And I mean, it's wow. just like, it's, it's a lot of stuff uh, that we've done, you know. Um, so I, I don't know what I would say is the biggest, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm proud of every project that we do right. equally, you know. Um, but what I think, what I think I probably will be most proud of, um, to be very honest with you, is when we drop Darius's project, what I'm trying to say, because this is Darius's first EP, his first body of work, his first offering as an artist to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really special because of how it came to be. So, just to kind of go into it, um, yeah. if I have the time. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, cool. So, long story short, the way what I'm trying to say is happened um, was, you know, we had just moved out to LA and uh, Darius was, you know, we were all excited. Um, and then as time continued, we started to realize, you know, like there's people who weren't who they said they were. And there's people who made promises that never oh. delivered on those promises. Um, there were just I mean, just all types of just different things right. that came up that were just like life, real life happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and as that happened, Darius was just starting to get so fed up. He was getting so tired of just a lot of the, you know, the, the bull crap that came with it. And so, you know, he was like, you know what, I need to get things off my chest. Like, I really need to express myself. So, you know, the name of the EP, because we were going back and forth trying to figure out the title. And uh, he said, you know, what? it's going to be what I'm trying to say, because he finally gets an opportunity to say all these things that he's been trying to say. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's to relationships, you know, potential situationships he's been in. That's to, uh, you know, his living, that's to people, that's just, I mean, it's just so much. Predominantly, it's, it's about some of the situationships he's been in. Um, but, you know, it's just an amazing project. But here's what's crazy. So he wrote, recorded, um, uh, and a and the project, me and him both a and the project um, in our crib at our Airbnb that we were staying in. 
when we first moved to Los Angeles. The, the entire thing is is uh, captured in that room. And um, we found the entire project on YouTube. Really? So me and Darius literally a and the project on YouTube. And that is how the project came to be. So wow. it's it's literally it's literally incredible. It's an incredible like I mean seriously, it's great music, um, mm-hmm. and I think that that's where the most authentic music comes from is right. when life really hits you and you go through some stuff. And so I think that this will be. It's kind of like you know, Rock Nation, like you know, yeah. um, reasonable reasonable doubt is like the baby. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that special one. So it's so for us, I think what I'm trying to say will probably be that for me. Um, because I literally helped to create that project from mm-hmm. scratch. You know, Chris is doing all the visuals for it. Um, as far as the artwork, you know, right. my, my me myself, um, and and you know, going through the post production stuff and just you know, just like it's from it's ours from start to finish. It, it's it's like I love Darius, but mm-hmm. it's not just his. Like I mean, right. it is it's his, but it's like it's, it's, it's not just effort. his. Yeah, it's a group effort. It's it's a real family dynamic. We all put our blood, sweat, and tears into this. So, um, and that's literal, like blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. into this. You know. So um, exactly, yeah, and I and I feel like you know when you guys first moved to LA, that seems like really crazy. You know, like people when people think of LA, they're like, oh my gosh, big city. But like, how much do you think like, but staying in LA with family members helped? Because I know a lot of people, and they talk about how LA can really suck you up and really like turn you into a different person at like the drop of a hat. Absolutely, no, a thousand and ten percent, it can, man, it can. Um, if you're not grounded, if you are right. not. If you are not grounded and if you don't have the right people around you, you know what I mean? Um, right. So I think that it's very important to make sure that you circle yourself with a good group of people. Before we came out to L.A., we talked about it, you know, for, for a while. Um, okay, I would okay. say for about a good month um, and may, and really, like, tried to do our best to plan things out. I mean, we really didn't have a plan except mm-hmm. we knew we were going to work, but we didn't know anybody. So, like, a lot of the brands that I even mentioned that, I, that we worked with right. have come because of us moving to LA um, really? and yeah so it's like it, it's we, we wanted to put ourselves in an environment where people were because you got to figure you know in Sicklerville and Philly like yeah. you're not <laughs> who are you going to meet from from Airbnb <laughs> or exactly. you know or YouTube or like you know you have to mm-hmm. come to where the access to opportunity is but you know what it's just like what um what one of my mentors um Steve Harvey says all the time and that is you know, you got to jump. You yeah. have to jump. Mm-hmm. You cannot just allow yourself to sit and think and plan and strategize. Listen, God's going to figure out the plan. You have to just be willing to jump. It's scary. It's it's frightening. It's, it's like, how? How? Right. How? You know? <laughs> but at the end of the day, the parachute may not, like, catch when you first jump. But eventually, right. it will catch. It will, it will, it will expand. It will blow, and then when it does, you start sailing. And and Will Smith talks about this. You know what? What starts off as pure terror turns into the most beautiful bliss that you'll ever experience. Exactly. But it never happens if you don't jump. Yo, I love Will Smith and Steve Harvey both. Like I have Steve Harvey's act like a success thing, like a success book. Yeah. And that's just amazing. And he talks about you know jumping in that book. And it's really inspirational and it really like forced you to like, okay, like let's just take some action. Yeah. And then Will Smith, he's like, the fact that he's like, he was a rapper and now he's a actor and now he's doing stuff on YouTube. Like he's really changed the game and really like broke stereotypes, like what you can and cannot be. Yeah. And those are just two people I look up to majorly, majorly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like going back to like the whole LA thing and that whole topic, I was really interested in how you got, you know, clients like Cadillac and Spotify. Because when you think of those companies, like, wow, like, those are big companies. So, like, you said you went to L.A. and you somehow connected with those. But how specifically? Was it like a, you know, bump into them? Oh, hey, my name is Jalil type thing? Or, like... I mean, uh, I I'm, I do that, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's definitely <laughs> the thing I do. But um, honestly, man, it, it, it comes from word of mouth. A lot of the work okay. came from a, um, uh, uh, a group of people that I really, really love and, and, uh, and love to work with, um, Crown and Conquer. 
um and um it's april mcdaniels she is and she's a freaking beast uh she's she's amazing and then Portia, shatira like there's their entire team at crown and conquer is just um it's just incredible and long story short um you know i i met them i met them through my mentor uh, my freaking brother jason white (laughs) who who helped me down like no other i want to take time to talk about Jason, because Jason is the most incredible dude that changed my life. It's two, it's two men that have changed my life. Ray Warren, who is uh, a head of multicultural um, marketing, um, a senior. Well, no, I don't, I don't know his exact title. Senior manager of multicultural, something along the line at Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Jason White, who is. Um, well, now you since this podcast will drop later, he was the former head of uh, marketing at Beats by Dre, um, okay. and so like literally, Jason is my my brother, my right. mentor, my friend, like one of my closest friends, like just an incredible man. Um, mm-hmm. But he introduced me to April um, and told me to reach out to her, and uh, I went into their office and you know just was kind of talking to them about what my vision was and what I was trying to do and literally the next week the following week after that after we showed them our skill set literally there has not been one month or i would say not even maybe even a week that we haven't been on email because they're providing us with new opportunities and new gigs wow. um and putting us in position like we we've, we've worked with them consistently for like 5 months or for about yeah almost 5 months straight 4 or 5 months straight so it's like, you know, it's again, it's showing up right place, right time. Exactly. Putting yourself in the in the space and in the environment to where you can create the success that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the end of the day, this is my this is my prayer. I'm very spiritual, Donovan. So my right. prayer every single day is God, I'm not asking you for chairs or tables, but I'm asking you to show me how to see the tree. That's, That's it. That's every beautiful. day. That's literally my prayer every day. I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be deep on this podcast. Right. <laughs> like I'm literally this. That's my prayer. I, I, t- I ask God to show me how to see the tree every time we're going to do anything. I'm always doing that, you know, because right. God doesn't give people chairs and tables. Exactly. That's not the business he's in. He's in the business of showing you who you are and then helping you figure it out for yourself. And then you go out there and do it. And it's just like anything else, you know, when you look at all of God's creation, when you look at an apple, the seed that's inside that apple has the the apple has the potential within itself to to reproduce. You know, when you look at flowers, you know, flowers uh, give off, you know, uh, seeds to be able to recreate themselves like everything God ever does. It it has a potential for for growth in it like it has Mm -hmm. the thing in it. So whatever it is that you're looking to do as you're looking to create, as you're looking to grow and become the best version of yourself and whatever way that you're trying to do your thing, you have that thing already inside of you. Now it's about nurturing it and ask God to just show you like, oh, how can I see this so that I can end up becoming the thing that I ultimately want to do? Exactly. And that's really, you know, spot on for me because I feel like from a very young age, I really knew what I wanted to do. Like I knew I wanted to do something with you know video and with photo um and i really uh started falling in love with the whole business aspect like specifically marketing around my senior year in high school i had a business foundations class um with miss dorch shout out to miss dorch uh she's an amazing teacher uh okay and then that's when i really started to like um dive deep into like the marketing aspect and like figure out when you know sales and all this type of stuff Mm -hmm. um and then i finally legalized my business uh this past summer but congratulations yeah thank you it was a tough tough little period um but you know it's it's definitely well worth it it's definitely not for everybody um but like my main goals is to just you know like i said put out a lot of content and just learn like that's the main reason why i have you on this podcast just to learn from you get mentors read books because like knowledge is very very underrated um, and that's that's all I'm, that's all I'm really trying to do is just learn and learn and get better. That's all. Nah, absolutely, man. And and to tell you, man, like you are in a very very good place. You know, you you have the eagerness and the hunger. I can hear the passion in your voice. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it truly is. That's what it's about, man. You know, like again, I I it's so funny. Like when I 
started, I did not know anything about like media, business, mm. marketing, anything like that, you know, but right. I taught myself. And yeah. the reality is like, I'm so lethal. What makes me so lethal is the fact that I have a skill set to be able to do multiple different things. So yeah. I'm not just, you know, a, a, I'm not just a entrepreneur uh, and I'm not just a, you know, a entertainer, if you will, or like, right. you know, whatever. I, I am both, you know? Exactly. And I have the skill set to be able to do both. So like, it's what's interesting about me is I think that I'll be a pioneer in the sense of like a businessman who ended up becoming talent versus where it yeah. starts the other way around for a lot of people where it's like their talent that mm -hmm. ends up becoming, you know, business. Exactly. And, that's what, that's how I was. Exactly. And I think that for me, jaywalking gives me the opportunity to, to showcase that because, you know, I really get a chance to like when you think about like reality shows or like just whatever, you know, I, I, you really get on a, a tip where you see the executive or the business person, you know, when you look at like business reality shows and it's like mm -hmm. business is always perceived as like, oh, grind, 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 you, you know, so in your face, you got to hustle, you got to right. do this. And I'm like, man, I'm silly. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a goofball. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I can't, right. I don't, I'm not, I'm not just this like com compartmentalized stiff neck <laughs> dude. Like I'm not that guy. So like, right. you know, I'm a crack jokes. So you're going to laugh and you're going to learn when you look at me. And right. that's my, that's my goal. I want to, again, I want to be able to create a world where entertainment and education can come together. And at the same time that people are laughing, they are learning. And that is the biggest thing. I think it was Walt Disney or Steve Jobs. I mean, no, Walt Disney or Mr. Rogers. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but uh, they said, you know, before you can educate them, you must entertain them. And okay. that is yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's value-tainment, you know. Uh, yeah. Value and entertainment put together, which is yeah. really good, and it just makes everything better. But, yes. like, the key part is just playing to your strengths. That's one thing that I've really learned over, like, the past couple of months is just playing to my strengths. Yeah. And just, because, like, it, it, like if, you, if you're trying to do something that you're not good at and you know you're not good at it and, like, you're forcing it, it just makes everything worse. A thousand and ten percent. A thousand and ten percent, man. Mm -hmm. I could not agree with you more. All right. So, um... Let's say that, you know, you're working hard, but, like, there's obviously going to be days where, like, you don't feel like doing anything and, like, you may, you know, feel down and depressed. So how do you still get work done? Especially, like, you're probably dealing with these big companies. You got deadlines. So how do you push through that? Yeah. So so pushing through those tough days, you're saying? Yeah, those tough days. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, for me, man, I, I don't I don't allow myself to stay in a certain place, but for so long. Like okay. I am a, I'm a person who like, I am just driven. I am, I've always been that way. You know what I'm saying? I've always been motivated. I've always been driven. I've always been a leader. I've always been the guy that's pulling everybody else on. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, or pu pulling everybody else along, um, with me as I go. And so, you know, for me, I, I just, I genuinely, genuinely try to find the source of what my issue is. Like I'm, I'm very conscious. So it's like, I just look and I look inside myself and I say, all right, Jay, what is it that you're really upset about? Like, what is it that, what's the real issue? And, and, and this is something that my, um, my brother Rashid taught me. He says, you know, it's five minutes, uh, five, five minutes, five hours and five days and mm -hmm. five years. So the, the thing that you're upset about, the thing that you're, you know, that you're trying to figure out, is it going to matter to you five minutes from now? Is it going to matter to you five five days from now is it right. going to matter to you five months from now and will it matter to you five years from now and that's the thing to always explore because you don't know when your time is to go like that's just a reality yeah and so because of that you know would you want to spend knowing that knowing let's say if you knew you were going to die at a certain time would you want to spend any energy putting out like negative energy right towards like you know life or would you want to focus on being the best you could in every moment that you could, you know, forever. Like, you know, mm -hmm. that and and that's that's easier said than done. Like I'm not yeah. trying to be yeah. on this on this podcast like, oh my God, I'm just a go lucky, everything. But I I genuinely, bro, I genuinely look at I don't have time to right. to be caught up in, you know, certain things. Now especially like, you know, hitting um deadlines and just different things like that. Look, right. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
I'm not going to lie to you and say that I haven't missed deadlines. I definitely have missed deadlines. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I missed the deadline today. Okay. But at the end of the day, it's I'm not judging myself up and p- pissing my, like, you know, beating myself up. Oh, my God, I missed this deadline. Oh, my God. Like, exactly. you really, especially one of the things I want people to realize in business is, like, a lot of times, and I'm not trying to make an excuse to say, oh, like, you you should be okay with missing deadlines. By yeah. no means am I saying that. <laughs> By no means am I saying that. But but at the end, but at the same time, I am saying what you find out as you continue to work with people and and things like that, you find out that people are way more human than you think, and right. so much pressure is put on yourself to try to perform and please and all that kind of stuff, and you don't even realize the fact that, like, yo, they realize like, dang, like I've done that too, I've overslept too, I've typoed too, I've you know, made, you know, errors before too in an email mm-hmm. or whatever, like, you know, whatever it is that you're going through. So it's like, don't trip off of the fact that you made a mistake. Like you're a freaking human. Be a human. Exactly. Be a human. Relax. <laughs> Understand that other people are humans as well mm-hmm. and get better. You know, now I'm not trying to sit here and say like, you know, that everything is going to just uh, be roses every time you mess up because you do have those people that can be, you know, kind of like, shady and it's like ah uh, nah like you know whatever but right. that's mm-hmm. life that's exactly life. and that's that's really one thing that i've learned because when i was younger when i say younger i'm still young but like um like low-key like you know probably like two months ago at the earliest i would like always get down on myself when i like like over like dumb stuff that i really shouldn't have um just like always hard on myself like oh you're supposed to work hard like you got goals like you've got to go you gotta go 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 um but then I saw a Gary V video where it was like, he was like, like, stop judging yourself. Like, it's okay if you take, you know, a day off here, a week off here. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you're so young. Like, you could technically take off the next two years and be, and still be young. Like, obviously, I'm not going to do that because I'll just be stupid. But um, I, guess, I guess, like, the whole point of that was just to, like, you know, not to judge yourself and just realize, like, it's okay if you take one day off. Like, you'll be fine. Just come back the next day and continue to work hard. Absolutely. So if you had five tips for the younger generation, um, well, and just for, low-key for any generation, um, to succeed, what would be those tips? Um, first one would be keep God first. Okay. Second would be to never forget about your family. Um, third would be to never forget about yourself. Mm-hmm. Fourth would be to give your best at everything that you do. And the fifth would be to never forget about love. Nice. Um, so I two more questions. Um, entrepreneur entrepreneurship is all about, you know, successes and failures. So what are your top three failures and what are your top three successes personally to you? Oh man. Um <laughs> top three failures? Uh yeah. Um, okay, well, my top, my number one, my, my, I think my number one failure is, um, my number one failure is Darius's, uh, music video. Um, I haven't talked about this publicly. Um, mm-hmm. Darius's second music video. So first music video we did, we were, we crushed it. I mean, I don't know how in the world we did it, but we spent under a thousand dollars to shoot this entire video. Um, and it was, uh, it was, we, we got three different cars. We had, it was a three location shoot. We got five, we have cast members in it. We had makeup artists, hairstylists. I mean, we had the whole night. It was like a complete full out video, Mm -hmm. um, shot, edited everything for all under a thousand dollars. I have no idea how (laughs) we did that. Um, and we were trying to get beats by Dre to get behind it. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, at that time. And so we were like, you know, we put product in there and all that kind of stuff. So we, I mean, we, we did our darndest and we did the darn thing. Like I was so proud. So now I'm going into the second music video and I actually ended up getting a meeting at Beats by Dre and, you know, I got their support to be able to, um, to do the video. So like we, we went out there, we got, they sent us the product, they were going to fund it, everything. Wow. And... I tanked. I I dropped the ball. I we had a full treatment ready to go that Darius believed in and that he liked and all that kind of stuff and Chris loved as well. 
um, and the director loved, and mm-hmm. I was the one that was like, I don't think that this is going to work. I don't think that I'm, I don't think we're going to be able to be successful with this. Um, I don't, I, I don't like the concept. I don't think it's strong. I don't think it's going to click. I think we should go with this. And then I made a whole bunch of other things happen, flew out another DP and director to, uh, out to LA. Um, my, my friend, Gene Richardson, um, mm-hmm. who's an incredible DP and incredible editor as well. He's an incredible director. Um, and you know, and like flew him out and went to do the video, shot it two day shoot, had other people involved. I always have had an ability to kind of get a lot of people to believe in something. So it's been, okay. it was a groundswell of people that all came together for this project. Um, two day shoot got, got a girl to be in it and on a, off the strength of a relationship that I had, uh, mm-hmm. with one of my, um, one of my OGs and put, put the whole thing together and literally the video never came out wow. it didn't it didn't come out because i did not believe that it was quality enough um and i never put it out and because of that i feel like i you know had lost the faith of a lot of people who believed in me as the leader of this um company and of you know this project um and i i really really had some people who were upset with me um, as a result because it just never came out. Um, and and it, and it taught me something. It taught me that I needed to trust my team more because, you know, if it would, if, if I wouldn't have intervened, the video probably would have come out. Um, okay. And, you know, we would have gotten the traction and all that kind of stuff. But the reality is that, you know, when you're working on projects with different, you know, brands, um, they don't always, you know, fund the, fund the project for you up front. You know, mm-hmm. some sometimes they, of course, like any business, you need to see the product before you can actually decide to, to you know, fund the fund the uh, the concept. Right. And so everything that we did for that video, we paid for that out of pocket Dang. up front. And so, you know, that money that was going to be used to get reimbursed never came because we never put out the video. So we don't put out the video. What's uh, Beats is not paying for it. Right. And so, you know, for me, man, that was that was one of those experiences that I realized, like, you know, you got to trust the team more. Um, And I and I was down on myself because I felt like as a leader, I let my team down and Mm -hmm. I went I I was depressed about that because I I just was so upset with myself because I've never, ever, ever dropped the ball on something like that ever. But that time I did. And so, you know, but I learned from it. But I, and I, like I said, what I learned is trust. What I learned is believing in your team, believing in the people around you, um, and then also pre-planning um, more, more thoroughly so that you have things kind of put more in place and not moving so sporadically and actually taking more time to think through ideas, et cetera. Um, so I think that's probably my biggest failure to date uh, mm-hmm. because of how many people were involved and how many people I feel like I let down. Uh, but what was great about it, though, the flip side was that all of the things that I felt about that video, as far as letting people down, I made all that stuff in my head because every single person who was involved and in helping to make that thing happen still mm. believes in me, still rocks with me to this day, still okay. trusts every single thing that I say. So it's just like, you know, it, it just all goes full circle. But I'm going to tell exactly. you this Friday, this mm-hmm. video that we're about to shoot on Friday, uh, <laughs> exception, uh, right. best believe, best believe in my friend. <laughs> I, I guarantee I'm gonna be like Mike. Like I promise you, like it's going to be amazing. Um, so again, man, it just it goes into that. I don't have time, I don't think, to talk about the other two. Uh, mm-hmm. but I will answer like my biggest success right. um so far. And I I don't I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that because I don't have like a, a thing that I feel like I'm most proud of. Um, because I'm proud of myself every day. Like at the older that you get, like you, you know, and I'm, I sound like I'm an old man, but like I'm not. I'm only 23, but like I, I, I think a success for me is being able to look in the mirror and like like who I see. Right, that's good. And, and still remember who I see. You know what I'm saying? I don't put my, I don't put uh, my achievements as like the things that define me because if you allow achievements to define you, then you're only as good as your latest success. True, but. If you could put your success and your character and who you are as an individual, I think that that is the greatest run for success. So, I mean, granted, are there things, projects that I've worked on that I'm excited about? Yes. Like, you know, being able to work with um, 
Cadillac to host the panel um, and do a really dope panel discussion and do a dope content shoot with them. Um, like, you know, working with uh, working with the brands that we've worked with. Right. I think all of those things are dope. Yeah, um, right. You know, but but yeah, man, like I, I don't I don't know if I have like a, my greatest success. Like, I don't think I'm at that point because I'm still in a grind. Like, I'm yeah. still figuring it out. I'm still I'm still on my on my road. That's why all my hashtags, if you look at my hashtags on my page, you know, I hashtag the young mogul in the making, keyword in the making. Yeah. Oh, but you know what though? No, no, no. You know what though? I'm gonna retract <laughs> everything I just said that was so deep. My greatest, my greatest success that I'm most proud of, I think, is my Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Like oh, from man. a materialistic per- perspective. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Like that, that was the that because that was the day that I said. I, I made a transition from, oh, I'm just going to be a a, a businessman mm-hmm. to like, oh, I think I could actually end up going and acting. Yeah. I, I could see you being in a movie, like no cap. Like I could see you being yeah. like a person like uh like Kevin Hart, like a comedian person. Yeah. Yeah. I And I want to do that, man. Like I, I do not want to be just the guy who is um who is just like the executive. You know what I mean? I love yeah. that. I think that's dope, but for me, I'm so multi-talented, multi-faceted, um, and for you to bring up Kevin Hart, that is my dad, uh, so, <laughs> like, literally, you know, like, I love that guy with everything I got in me, um, that is my guy, um, so, yeah, that's, like, the biggest honor you could ever, ever see. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Um, I appreciate you being on the podcast, man. Um yeah, I, I really appreciate it. I think you really brought some good knowledge for not only me, but also everybody watching. Um, so if you guys don't follow this man already, make sure you do. All of his tags will be in the description, um, North 13th, his tags, and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate it, man. Uh, any last words? Man, no, man. Again, I appreciate you know you having me on the podcast. I'm wishing you the best of success, best of luck. Uh, you know, I'm sorry that I, again the correspondence was tough. Like I'm really oh, yeah, I, I need an assistant, but um, but yeah, man, I'm glad that we did this. Keep on inspiring, please. Keep on creating, and uh, I'm gonna tell you guys, like I say every single time. You know, there's three types of people in this world. There's wishers, there's punters, and then there's get it doneers. So why don't you decide to become a get it doneer so that you can live the life that other people ultimately dream of? And make sure you guys go follow the get it doneers page as well. We're Definitely. building a really dope community on that page where people are able to interact with each other. And it's going to be, that's going to have to be a whole nother podcast episode. That Definitely. We do. we talk about that for sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you again. And uh, for everybody watching to the end. I appreciate you greatly, and uh, we will catch you on the next podcast. See you later.